Welcome to Seize Your Midlife, the podcast exclusively for midlife women. I'm your host, Bree Schumacher. We are going to dive into all the things from health and hormones to beauty and wellness. We'll be asking the question, what's my midlife purpose? And what am I going to do with the rest of my life? We'll also be interviewing women who've taken leaps or made U-turns in midlife. This conversation is going to be engaging, sometimes educational, a little bit funny, and always real. It is my sincere hope that you find your midlife purpose and lead your most fulfilling life. So join us on this journey to seize your midlife. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to Seize Your Midlife. Okay, so this is going to be a very different episode. I do not have a single note written down, not so much as a bullet point, which is unusual for me. I am kind of a writer by nature, but this episode is really just going to be talking from my heart. I woke up in the middle of the night, plagued like heavy in my body with this just deep insecurity. Like, oh my gosh, is anybody going to want to listen to my podcast? Is anybody going to want to come to my retreat? Is anybody going to want to sign up for the classes I'm going to offer? Like I just, this horrible crippling anxiety. And then a comparison game of like, Oh my gosh, I just saw this other woman, you know, actually right before I bed, I went to bed, which is probably a, a good reminder to not look at your phone right before you go to bed. Um, but another woman that has a midlife podcast that had like 10,000 followers on Instagram. And I just felt like, oh my gosh, well, what is she doing that I'm not doing? Why are people not following me? And just this really awful insecurity. And I ended up getting up and just reading my book and trying to get my mind off of it but and fell back asleep, thank goodness. But by the time I woke up, I still – I felt almost like hung over from that, I don't know, heartache, insecurity – just that feeling that I felt in the middle of the night. And so I did what I know works best for me and resetting my mind. And that is I put on my tennis shoes and I went for a long walk. And on that walk, I started to listen to a podcast episode by Rachel Hollis. I really like Rachel Hollis. (laughs) I know people have mixed feelings about her, but I have always really liked her. And one of the things she was talking about was kind of getting to the root of whatever your issue is. So, you know, not just like, okay, this is a, you know, you have a headache and you take an Advil. It's finding out why you're getting headaches all the time was the example she used. So for me, I'm thinking about this insecurity and I actually just paused the podcast so I could kind of let my mind wander. And if you ask me, I would say that insecurity is not typically a feeling that I struggle with. Anxiety, yes. Um, Being restless, yes. Um, Scattered, distracted. I mean, there's a lot of things that I would say about my personality. But being not confident, being insecure, those are not things that typically bubble up for me. 
I think part of that is that for nearly 20 years, I ran a successful business that made me feel very steady and very secure. I was constantly getting feedback that what I was doing was working. It may have been, it may have grown. I mean, it grew to something big, but it grew incrementally. But there was always just constant feedback that what I was offering into the world um, was valuable. And so that was definitely affirming. But when I thought about why I was feeling so insecure and I thought, you know, more about like, okay, is it, you know, social media? Because I spend way too much time on social media, if I'm really honest. And I know that that's a problem and it's something that I just kind of need to reset for myself because it's not good. And I, I always say the grass is only greener on social media because nobody puts their heartache or their problems or all the behind the scenes into social media. People put their Insta-worthy lives in front of the camera, in front of what they post. And so I think you know, just societally, we have a major issue right now. And I think you can see it even in young girls um, and the insecurity that is kind of building because what is in front of us is this perfect world. It is, you know, counting our worthiness by likes and comments and affirmations. But when I thought back to what Rachel Hollis said about getting to the root of that, and trying to be more honest with myself, I realized maybe I am more insecure than I think I am. And I don't even know if that's the word, insecure, but I know that I'm needy. And if I can just be really vulnerable and real with you all right now, I think a lot of it comes down to daddy issues. And I know that seems so crazy. Like, how are you making this leap from like, you know, you have this podcast and this new business that you're feeling insecure about to, oh my gosh, your like childhood issues of, you know, daddy issues. Well, here, I'm going to explain it to you the best I can um, just, you know, by the seat of my pants. And that is that I haven't seen my biological dad in over 20 years. And that is a really long story and it's very layered. And um, I'm sure there's a piece of that that contributes to this. But, you know, just this kind of always needing people to say, like, I love you. You're worthy. You're good enough. You know, just like needing those affirmations. I think if I'm really honest with myself that I've always been like that, that that has been something that I've always craved is that like words of affirmation. And I think that that probably is deep rooted. And most recently, I've had I had an amazing stepdad from the time I was 11 years old who was there when it totally mattered, like all those years that it mattered at all of my games where I was just a cheerleader. I was not a basketball player or a football player. He was at all those games. He was there when it really mattered. And so I'm grateful for that. But in these recent years, he really hasn't been very attentive to me. He doesn't really call me. He doesn't even really text me. I feel like he doesn't really know what's going on in my life or my kid's life. And it's super painful for me. And I kind of like vacillate between going, oh my gosh, like I'm I'm mad and I'm done and I'm not going to keep giving and chasing and whatever. But then the heart of who I am is that I'm a good communicator and I do, I don't know if chase is the right word, but like I pay attention to my 
people. And I'm saying to my, find myself saying like, he's just not that into you. And I know if he heard this, he would be hurt because he probably doesn't even realize it. He probably doesn't even realize that. But I think that is just kind of goes into that first wound, right? And the need to be like, oh my gosh, I just need to feel like people are giving me those feelings that, yeah, we see you, we love you, we're paying attention to you. And when I think about kind of like all of what's happened in these past couple years, um, moving here has been outwardly and for the most part inwardly too, a really easy move. My kids have done great here. We live in a really awesome neighborhood where I've made a lot of friends in this neighborhood. The weather is beautiful. It's, I mean, there's just so many great things about this move. But when I do that deeper dive, kind of what Rachel said to do, I realize that there are some issues that are kind of pointing me back to this feeling of vulnerability and insecurity that come with that move too. And that is that my people, my friends that I had forever, and my family that I had in Wisconsin really kind of made me feel secure and safe and loved and all those things. And so even though I have people here, it's not the same. And I think if you have moved from somewhere that you have lived forever, that you have built your whole adult life in, that you can probably relate to that feeling of just being a little more untethered and also just, again, vulnerable. Like, oh, are these people going to like me and whatever, which is interesting because a lot of midlife, I think the beauty of midlife is being like, I mean, I don't really care. I'm so solidly myself. Like, I don't care if people like me. And the truth is I don't care if everyone likes me because I don't like everyone and neither do you, right? But there is just something a little bit more like tender about it that, you know, happens, I think, especially in this age. And then when I think about also that in these two years, I sold that business that I was saying, you know, gave me so much of my self-worth and my identity and my purpose. Again, it just kind of like peeled back these layers of like, oh my gosh, like who am I? What was I made for? Like what am I going to do next? And then now stepping into saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to have Caesar midlife. And I'm going to offer a retreat and I'm going to offer classes and I'm going to offer this podcast that I'm going to pour my heart and soul into. And again, I'm opening up the door for just incredible vulnerability. And I just want to say, like, if you've been thinking about doing something new and you're going, oh gosh, like hearing you, I don't know if I want to do it. I will say it's hands down worth it, even though I'm kind of struggling with these feelings of comparing myself and feeling like, oh gosh, like nobody's given me a new review lately or whatever it is, or my numbers went down on the podcast from one week to the next. Whatever it is that I'm kind of struggling with in my head definitely is not outweighed by how much this has given me that I wake up on a Monday morning so excited to dive into this work that I love passionately talking with these women who I interview and the relationships that are just forming because of that. Like getting to know women and all of it has been so incredible and I'm not stopping. I'm just saying this is part of the process. And I think what's interesting is I've started to 
businesses, two businesses that really were successful. And I don't think I ever felt insecure or really vulnerable. And I thought kind of a little bit more about that. Like, why didn't I feel, you know, like I was 25 years old. What business did I have starting a business where I was calling on schools and, you know, just really putting myself out there? But I didn't feel insecure. And I think the reason why is that I was 25, 26 at the time. Everyone was kind of floundering and figuring out their way. But when I think about being in midlife, trying something new, I don't know. It just feels so different. It feels so different because, you know, we, we learn these skills and we, we kind of figure out what we're good at and we, you know, we've spent all of our adult life kind of working up to something. And to, so to make a huge shift and learn new things, it's exciting and it's thrilling, but it's also challenging in like a whole new way in a way that I think does kind of like, if you really self-reflect, dig into all these deep layers of whatever it is that you have inside you. And I think, you know, for me, I just told you, like, I've got this just absolute need for affirmation. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you have something too that if you're really honest with yourself is your thing, right? I don't think that that thing should stop us. And I, even as I like woke up this morning and I felt this way, I also was like, no, I am going to get on the podcast and I'm going to record this episode and it's going to be so vulnerable. And I might not even, you know, actually put it out into the world, but I'm going to say these things. And part of the reason why I think I am going to release this episode is, well, I think two parts. One, I think that if you see me, for example, if you see other people on social media, I think that you start to believe that, oh my gosh, you know, her life is perfect, their life is perfect, and you feel insecure about your own life. And I hate that because it's not true. Um, some of the people that I know that have lived in the biggest houses with the most money inside their houses had so many struggles. And so I think it's really important to just be vulnerable. And I feel like this is a community for me. And I feel like if you are listening to this and you are going through a period where you're feeling maybe insecure or unsure or like a fish out of water, like I am trying to figure out all the technology and all the things and figuring out if, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to, you know, make a business out of this? Whatever it is that you are weighing, I just want you to know you are not alone and that I see you. And then I think the other final thing and why I want to say this is I think that if more people were honest, I think that if more people were vulnerable, if more people shared their true hearts and their true selves, it would give permission to so many other people to do the same. Because we absolutely live in a world where people are struggling to keep up with the Joneses, where the comparison game is running rampant. And, you know, it affects us so much on so many levels, I think probably even unconsciously. And so I just want to say like, yeah, it's it doesn't feel great 
to say things that are hard or maybe shameful or embarrassing or whatever, but they're part of the story. And if you know me personally, I am a sunny person. I run another site called Be Somewhere Sunny. And that, like when I think of me, like my most authentic self, I think of me as like this bright, sunny, happy, wake up in a good mood, you know, most days kind of person. I have not struggled with depression in my life in all all honesty. But I have bad days. I have bad moments. I have moments where I do feel like, oh my gosh, am I good enough? Am I worthy enough? I'm whatever. And we all do. And so I just wanted to come on here today to say to you, you are worthy. You are loved. You are enough. And keep going. Keep going. And keep going and be genuine in all of it. I am so grateful for all of you. Thank you so much for listening today, especially to this episode, which feels really kind of different. Inside, you also are sunny, but you have days where you are cloudy too. So let's make sure we show the world both of those things. Thanks again, friends. And if you get a chance and you want to send me a message and let me know any feedback you have about the podcast, of course, I'd love to hear it. And anything that you have as in regards to questions, whatever, I am here for you. I do this solely out of service to all of you in midlife. We are part of the Seize Your Midlife family, and I'm so grateful for you. Have a wonderful day. 